Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 534. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about five lead magnets that you can offer to build your email list and attract buyers. And if you're asking yourself, Scott, what the heck is a lead magnet? Well, we're going to talk about that as well. But it's kind of self-explanatory. It's where we're putting something out there that will attract people that are in our market. And I'm going to talk about five of these that you can use or you can consider using. You can pick one, start from there. But this will allow us to start building that email list that we've talked about time and time again about how powerful that is, but also how we can leverage that to launch our new products on Amazon or just launch our own products on our own e-commerce site or just get more of our content out there in people's hands that can spread the word about our brand and our business, all right? So that's what we're gonna be talking about here today. Now, I did cover this on a past Whiteboard Wednesday where I went over these five lead magnets and I kind of draw them out for you on the whiteboard. If you have not watched any of the YouTube content that I've been creating, you definitely want to do that. This is part of our brand building tips series. Definitely check that out. You can find that by heading over to YouTube. Actually, our channel is theamazingseller.com forward slash YouTube or theamazingsellertv.com and that'll take you to our The Amazing Seller page where you can go over there and you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and all the content we're creating over there. Also answering questions over there just like we do here on the Ask Scott sessions, just I'm doing them in person on camera and I'm also grabbing uh, these questions that are coming in from the Ask Scott page, uh, whether that's on YouTube or if that is on the blog. So definitely go over to YouTube, check that stuff out. But that's what I'm going to be covering here today. Now, if you want the show notes to this episode, I'll also embed the video in the blog post. You can actually see that. That can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 534. All right. And everything will be linked up over there. And I'm going to give you some action steps that you guys can do here at the end of this episode, because you guys know, I want you guys to listen I want you guys to really absorb what I'm talking about, but then I want you to take action on it, right? I want you to go out there and start applying this to your business or at least start the process, all right? Now, let's kind of go back to basics here for a second, all right? Why do we want to build a list, all right? Now, I don't want you to think of a list as just a random list that you're getting of people that might be interested in your stuff or... I'll give you another example. A lot of people will do print ads, right? And I've done them in my photography business years ago in my video film transfer business. We used to run full size page ads that would go to a certain zip code. All right. And that would go out to a list of zip codes. Now here's the difference. All right. From what we're doing now and what we were doing then. I was just targeting different homes in different areas. I'm like, well, that area is a pretty nice area. Their income level is about, you know, whatever, maybe 75,000 to 150,000, somewhere in that range. I'm going to go ahead and hit that, you know, that section of the area, right? Of not even the people that are interested in stuff, just that area. But they're people, right? It's people's mailboxes. This is getting shipped to people's mailboxes, right? Physical thing. And I'm hoping that by someone reading through that, they're going to be interested in my in my service or in the thing that I offer. In that case, it was either uh, family photography or uh, maybe transferring your old home movies to digital. Like that was the that was the offer. Okay, there's going to be a small portion that will say yes, I'm interested in that. 
Well, what we can do now is we can create these things that we call lead magnets, which get people to raise their hand. And then we only speak to the people that have raised their hands. So it's not like we're going out there into like a pool of just everyone. We're actually going out there and going, Hey, everyone raise their hand. If you're into bass fishing, and then everyone raises their hand. I go, all right, can everybody just step over here in, uh, in, in this room over here? And we're going to just talk about bass fishing. That's what we're doing in a sense. All right. We're getting people to raise their hand by putting something out there that will attract them, get their attention. And then they raise their hand. And then we say, okay, cool. Let's speak to these people. Everyone else that's not interested. It's okay. We're not going to speak to you. We don't, you know, we don't want to bother you or we know that you're not interested in bass fishing. That's really what we're doing. So I want you to kind of visualize that, right? You can send a postcard to a whole bunch of mailing addresses and hopefully get a small portion that will raise their hand, but you're going to waste a lot of money going to those other zip codes, right? Because we, we didn't target properly or we targeted the best that we could, right? And then the other way is to go online and use all of the different things that we have available to us, you know, Facebook ads or just Facebook in general, you know, people can share stuff, Instagram, YouTube, uh, you know, all of that. Like we have all of those things that we can use and a whole bunch more, but we're not going to go into those, but just understand that we can go out there and find our target market and say, Hey, you interested in this? You are cool. Let's go over here and talk. The other thing I want you to really think about is when we're getting someone to raise their hand, it's, it's someone, it's a person. All right. It's, it's an actual person. Um, I was recently at a concert. I actually went to a Def Leppard. <laughs> Any of you guys that are, that are my age that are listening, um, you know, I'm 45, you know, so the, the eighties, the nineties, right. It was Def Leppard and it was journey, right. My wife and I went with uh, a couple of friends. We had a great time. Awesome. Right. So inside of this arena, there was 20,000 people there. They actually sold out. Okay. 20,000 people. The reason why I know there's 20,000 is because when I was sitting at, you know, in this arena, in this, in this, uh, you know, venue, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how many people are in this venue. They're all interested in Def Leppard. They're all interested in journey, right? One or the other, but they're interested. Right. And I'm thinking these are people. I want to know how many people are in here so I can visualize how many people are in this arena. And I, you know, pulled up my phone. Nowadays, we got our phone. We could just Google it real quick. And I Google it. It said, I think it was like 21,000 that that, you know, was the capacity. I'm like, okay, let me see here. I've got 20,000 plus people that listen to the podcast. Holy cow. Like, that's like me being on stage and then talking to people, right? It's crazy. Then I said, well, wait a minute here. And actually, there's like quite a few more than that. Uh, you know, there's probably right now, as we're recording this, over 80,000. Okay. So just to give you some context, um, downloads were at 10 million. Like, you know, you know, there's thousands of downloads a day, like all of that, right? So that's that, right? It's like crazy. And I always think about that stuff and I try to put it in perspective because, you know, a lot of people think it's about the big numbers. It's not. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of share with you what I mean by that here in a second. And the reason why I'm, I'm letting you know all this before we get into the five lead medics, because I want you to understand, I want you to understand that you're talking to people. Okay. And these people, uh, you know, that you're serving in your market and your brand can help to drive your business. All right. If you understand that, that you're talking to people. All right. So the other thing is in our new brand that we've built from scratch you know, we've got an email list of over 30,000 people. So again, one of those concerts plus 10,000 is who we get to send a direct message to 
whenever we want because we have them on an email list. All right. Now, some might say, but Scott, they're not all open in the email. You're right. But there's a minimum of 15%. And a lot of times it's higher. It's 25% or even 30%. All right. So there's a lot of people. Let's say it's 6,000 people. You take 6,000 people and put them in a room or a venue and you get on stage and you can talk to those people that are only interested in bass fishing, do you think you'd have a better chance of selling them something or a better chance of them getting to know, like, and trust you through some content that you create? Of course, right? I think we all know the answer to that, all right? But I want you to understand that you're talking to people. And by us doing this, putting out these lead magnets, all right, it's a way for people to to be attracted to what we are talking about and raising their hand, all right, we're able to attract the right people, all right, through doing this. Now, there's some some better ways than others, and there's, you know, some pros and cons to all of these, but I'm going to go through them in in these five that I'm going to be talking about, because I think they all have their place, all right? But just understand we're talking to people, all right? We're not just selling to people. We're talking to people that are interested in our market, all right? Now, before I do jump into these five lead magnets, uh, I did want to remind you that if you're at all interested at building your own email list from scratch, Chris Schaefer and I, we actually did a free workshop where we walk you through every single step of the way. I would definitely go check that out. It's totally free, and you can find that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. So theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. And we talk about lead magnets, magnets, I can't even say that, lead magnets, and we also talk about building the email list and various ways that you can do it, and then also how to communicate with that list, all right? Because uh, there's so much more that you can do with it than just having the email list, all right? But I want you to understand that you are talking to people. And when you write the email that you're sending, I want you to think that you're talking to people, to maybe one person. I like to think of the one person in my audience or in you know that email that I'm writing to as if I was writing it to a friend. If you can imagine that, okay, who is the ideal customer or person that's in your market, who are you writing to, all right? And uh, and then from there, you'll have a lot better, uh, you know, just a lot better uh, communication through that email with who you're actually communicating with, all right? So, but that's for a whole nother conversation. We'll talk more about that later. And also in those whiteboard Wednesdays, I'm diving deep into brand building tips. This has a lot to do with it because for us to be able to attract someone is great, but then we have to communicate with them. We have to deliver value. We have to have them want to keep coming back to our stuff. We want them to know that when we send them something, it's not just going to be a sales message and all that stuff, which I have a lot more of that stuff that I want to share with you. And that's also happening over on YouTube. Um, So definitely check out the YouTube channel. All right. So what do you say? Let's dive into these five lead magnets. All right. So here we go. Number one, you've heard me talk a lot about this, and that is contests. Contests work really, really good because people love contests. They love to win something, right? And an easy way to do this is to take your product and then maybe put a few other people's products in there that support it, but then aren't directly in competition with you. Now, I've had some people that say, well, Scott, what if I don't have my products yet? Well, that's exactly what we did in the new brand. We didn't have our product yet, but we wanted to start building that list. So what did we do? We went out and we found something that we knew the market would want, 
and that wasn't going to be a direct, uh, you know, like a competitor of ours. And we just offered that. Now I definitely would say you want something that's a hundred to a 150 or even $200 price point, and, and you want people to get excited about it. Now we've tested different time periods. We've done a 14 day and we've done a 30 day. We haven't found much of a fall off. Uh, as far as it being like longer out. So if we do one for 30 days, we, we might, it might slowly build up. It might take a little bit longer to get some things moving, maybe five to seven days. Some people have said, if you do them shorter, people will get more excited about them because they're going to be coming to an end soon. Um, we haven't really found that to be the case. It might start a little bit slower, but then once it starts building momentum, it, uh, you know, it, it just starts building even faster. So we like that, uh, you know, that approach and we get more bang for the buck, right? Because we get to promote it longer. Um, but, uh, you know, our first one that we did, I believe, well, we did one in the, uh, and I shared this one publicly and I do share it in the build list workshop, uh, where I talk about the sneaker head world where my son, who's, uh, you know, he's 20 now, uh, but is into the whole, you know, kicks and, you know, sneaker head type stuff. And we did that just as a test. We built a list of over 7,000 people in our first contest and we were only shooting for a thousand and we used a pair of, um, I think it was air Jordans as our, um, maybe it was Kobe. It was something, um, like a, a popular sneaker, $175 sneaker, $200 sneaker. And, uh, and we use that as our, as our offer, as our lead magnet. And now some people argue and they go, well, aren't you getting people that don't buy? Like, and the answer is, yeah, you're going to get some of those people, but you, you have to think about it this way too. That one person that wants to win, they're also going to do more sharing of it. So that one person, even though they might not have bought from me, they might've shared it with 10 other people and one of those 10 could buy. Now there's ways that we kind of filter it down too. So if we get a list of, let's say 5,000, we may then send another email after the contest, after we've kind of like, okay, the contest is over. We've gave a second place runner up prize. We might get a few people that take us up on it. And then after that, we want to then, we do want to clean up the list. And then from there, what we'll do is a lot of times we'll send out like an email that will segment those people. Or if people don't open the email, then we just delete them. All right. So there's ways to kind of filter it down. So this way here, you're not just having people on the list that aren't opening your emails and that aren't engaging or that aren't buying. But the one thing that I don't want people to think is that you're just doing this list in the beginning to sell product. All right. Uh, because there's so much more that you're going to use that list for one thing that you can do. Let's just say, for example, you do have 5,000 people on an email list from a contest and those people all raise their hand and they say, yes, we're interested in bass fishing. Now, those people might not be all the people that are going to buy your stuff, but what you can now use that list for is you can upload that into Facebook and now you can start running lookalike audiences of those people because they have similar interests of the people that you just acquired, right? So that's another way to use it. The other thing is, is if you can publish content and get those people to share it, now they're going to share it out for you. So just think about like, someone's like, you know what? I really, I'm not, I'm not much of a buyer, but I'm into this market but I'll share it with like 10 people. Well, then that's still worth something, right? Like, yes, they aren't officially right now buying something, but they can share the stuff for me or amplify my content, as I like to say. All right. So just understand that the contest model is great, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have people that are going to buy right out of the gate. Okay. And, and that's okay. All right. But just understand that going into it. All right. Okay. So number two, 
is PDF downloads or eBooks. Um, those work really well because it's a resource. If you are in the bass fishing market, it would probably be a good idea to come up with some type of ebook that would help someone do a better job fishing, right? Or fish out of a pond. Maybe it is the how-to guide to catch bass in a lake or the how-to guide to catch, uh, you know, uh, bass in a pond. Or maybe it's uh, maybe a how-to guide on how to start kayak bass fishing, right? Which is actually a thing by the way, right? So if you can come up with some type of how to guide, doesn't have to be that long. Uh, and there's ways to create these eBooks or these, these PDFs. You can literally go through and come up with five points that you want to talk about or get someone to talk about and then have them talk about it or yourself talk about it for 15 or 20 minutes, bullet point out all of the key things, talk about them, elaborate a little bit on them. And then you can have it transcribed and have an editor go in and edit it. For a hundred bucks, you can probably have an ebook done. All right. And that's an asset that now you can offer as, you know, a way for people to number one, raise their hand, and then you give it to them in exchange for the email address. All right. So that's another great thing. And that can be used all different places. It can be used on your blog. Uh, I talk a lot about creating your own home base, which is your blog and your website. I talk a lot about that in the brand building tips series um, on YouTube. So definitely uh, go check that out. Um, but yeah, so you can use this once you have this asset in place. Now you can be on YouTube and you can be shooting a video and then you can say, hey, go check out my how to guide on bass fishing or kayak bass fishing. And then you direct them to this download. Or maybe you're on a Facebook Live. You can then mention the, the special link there. Or maybe you are podcasting like I am and you say, hey, go to theamazingseller.com forward slash whatever, right? Uh, workshop. And then you'll go there and you'll get the workbook or something like that. In this case, that would go to our free workshop. But uh, you, you get the idea, right? That's what you would do. So again, that's uh, it's an asset that you're building for your business, but you're also using it as a lead magnet to get people to be attracted to you that are raising your hand that are into your market. So uh, PDF downloads work really good. Ebooks to get a cover made. I mean, you can go to Fiverr and get a nice cover made, um, have it, you know, even have an editor there do it. Um, I would definitely recommend getting it transcribed. Um, I'll leave some, some links and some resources in this episode to where you can get that stuff done. Um, I've used, um, a variety of different transcription services, some that are a dollar a minute, some that are 10 cents a minute. And, uh, you know, they all work. It's just how much more editing do you want to do on the back end? But anyway, that's for a whole nother series, which we probably should talk about that on an upcoming episode as far as like creating your lead magnets. Um, but anyway, I want to keep moving here. So number three is a video series. So if you are at all interested and, uh, and you can, and you're, you're able to create videos, you could take those same five things that you talk about in the ebook and you can create five mini videos. And those could be a video series that could be added to the ebook, or maybe the ebook is one. And then, you know, one lead magnet and the video series is the other, or maybe you have the, the lead magnet of the ebook. And then you say for Four additional videos, I'm going to give you those as a video series. And then that could be an extension of that. So you give them even more value. Um, or maybe they sign up and you give them a video series and then you give them one video every week. All right. So I like to look at it like just breaking down those things that they need to know about the market or the thing that they're doing. Like if it's, you know, five things you must know when, you know, kayak bass fishing. Well, video one is going to be all about the setup. 
you know, video two is going to be all about what to do, um, you know, when you are in certain types of water uh, or whatever, right? Uh, maybe another one that, you know, the next one would be like, you know, how to, uh, I don't know, I'm making up stuff here, you know, how to uh, to bring the fish, you know, um, you know, into the boat and then, uh, you know, maybe uh, keep them in a live well. I don't know. Uh, totally making up stuff here. So guys, you guys know that I'm not a kayak bass fisherman at all. I've just proven that right there. Um, you get the idea, right? So video series. The other thing is, is if you're doing a video series or any type of videos, why not post those up on YouTube as well? Have YouTube host them for you. And then you get some YouTube traffic and you get the YouTube channel built, which I've talked about in some past episodes. And I've covered that on the Whiteboard Wednesday branding tip videos um, over there on YouTube. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of using YouTube to leverage, uh, you know, their, you know, searches and all of that. So video, if you have it, put it up on YouTube, but you can create that video series. You can host it on YouTube. So you don't have to, you don't have to pay for hosting. You can make those private. So only people that you share them with. So those could be delivered via email or, you know, after someone opts in. All right. So the next thing, number four, this is an easy one, a checklist, right? If your audience needs a checklist or you think it would be beneficial to them, you know, I know a lot of times in like uh, meal prepping or maybe you're into uh, paleo or anything like that, you know, you might come on and teach something and then be like, hey, if you want my grocery checklist or my grocery list, you know, go to xyz.com forward slash checklist and you can grab it. And then that would be an opt in to get the checklist, right? It's a lead magnet. It's a way for you to get someone to raise their hand for something that will help them a little bit further from what you just helped them with, right? So that's another great thing. Checklists are easy to do too. And you can make them really look nice. Again, if it's, if it's five things and you elaborate on each one, you can have that put into a one or a two page checklist. And if you don't want to do it, you can have someone do it. You can go to Fiverr for that. No problem. I know that. And, uh, and have it really, you know, dressed up and make it look professional and nice. And that could be another lead magnet. Um, so it's again, something you can add to your, your uh, business and create that asset. That will be another thing to bring people in that, you know, are interested. All right. And then the last one I want to cover here, number five is free plus shipping offers. Now these ones are a little bit more complicated, but it is going to be a little bit of a higher quality lead. And what I mean by that is when you're doing a free plus shipping offer, you are giving them the item for free, but they're being charged for shipping or shipping and handling. And that could be $3.99 or $5.99 or whatever you want it to be. The difference is they have to put their credit card in to cover shipping, which then turns them into a higher quality lead because they've actually went through and typed in their credit card number, which Again, that elevates them a little bit because now they're technically a customer, even though they didn't buy anything from you, they did purchase shipping to receive your thing. So they wanted your thing enough to pay for the shipping to receive it. So yes, they are worth a little bit more as far as they're a little bit more higher quality because they've gone that extra thing. They've jumped through that extra hoop. It's not just an email address. So you get their email address, but you also get their information as far as where you know that they are a customer and they have bought from you before. So it's a little bit of a higher quality lead. All right. Again, a little bit more complicated. We're actually doing that right now in the new brand and it's, it's a slow go though. I mean, it's like you can't just turn on the floodgates and all of a sudden you're going to have a thousand leads coming through like you would one of these other things, but 
it, it's a slower process, but the quality of the lead is, is better. So again, you might want to mix it up and do a few, like we're doing a contest. We actually just wrapped up a contest and we're also doing free plus shipping on the side, right? So we've got two different kinds of leads coming in to, you know, our world or into our brand. So this way here, and but, but we know that too, right? On our email list, we have a contest list and we have a free plus shipping list. So we have those two and we kind of can see which one is performing better or what offers we want to send and how we want to send it or what kind of content, all of that stuff, because we know what they, what they technically purchased, um, through the free plus shipping offer on the contest thing. We, we don't know what they've purchased, but we know what they've raised their hand for. So hopefully that makes sense. So let me just give you a little recap here. Number one, the simplest way. And I think the, the way that I would always start is with a contest, some type of giveaway. I think it's a great way to just build up that email list from the get go. And from there, you can start communicating with that list. A uh, little side note here. Um, I'm doing a little experiment right now, actually with my wife that, um, that is, uh, you know, she's into a certain market. So I said, you know what? Let's go ahead and just test this and see what we can do here, similar to what we've done in the past. And we did. And as, as of right now, I think we've been running for about 10 days. And I just looked this morning, we're at about 1,650 emails that are on that list and they're highly targeted for this market. Um, so again, it does work. We're spending around 20 to $30 per day. But the cool thing is, is now we are emailing uh, at least once a week and we're letting them know who we are, you know, get to know, like, and trust us. We're pushing them to a piece of content that we've created. So the contest model really allows you to also take that list and then let them know who you are and your brand and your content and all of that stuff. So it's not just about the purchase. We don't even have a product to sell these people right now. Now, on the backside of that, though, we can send them offers to products, especially even the product that we're using as our as our lead magnet. I can use that, which we will. I'll use that as an affiliate offer that I can say, hey, if you want to go check out more details on the prize, go here. And then that could be my affiliate link. They would then go over. Now, I wouldn't do that in the email. I would do that in a blog post because it is against terms of service to do that in an email. So I would just direct them over to a piece of content on my blog or my website that talks about the product that we're giving away. And then in there would be a link that would direct them over to Amazon. And then that way there, you're one click or two clicks away from them making a purchase. And the cool thing is with being an affiliate for Amazon is anything that's in their cart, you're going to get credit for within a 24 hour period. So even if they don't buy that and they had other things in their cart and they check out, you will get credit for that. So that's pretty cool too. Um, so the contest, big fan of it. I think it's where we all should start, especially when you're just getting started to kind of build up that list of people that are in your market to get them to raise their hand. All right. So that's number one. Number two, PDF downloads, another great one. That's eBooks um, or just standard, you know, PDFs, but I like eBooks better. You can make a nice cover, make it look, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit nicer. Um, number three, video series. I like that as well. You know, you can do a three or a four video series. Um, I think that's great. Even five, if you want to Four, a checklist and then five is, uh, did I just say five? It was supposed to be four, four was checklist. Five is free plus shipping. Um, I, I like that one a lot too, because we actually have credit card in hand, although it is a little bit more complicated, but nothing to be afraid of. Um, and again, I'll be going through more of that stuff on the whiteboard Wednesdays, um, on YouTube. So definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, over at the amazing seller TV.com. All right. So action steps for you. 
Okay, I want you to think about this, everything I just discussed, and I'm sure your wheels are already spinning, all right? They're already probably spinning. You're like, okay, yeah, I could do a contest. What would be a good contest? You can't see me right now, but I'm kind of like rubbing my chin, and I'm kind of looking up, kind of how you see, like, hmm, what could I use for a contest? Oh, I know. I could grab that, you know, that uh, that JB6700 fishing rod, and I could grab, uh, let's see, I could grab the fishing net for bass. I could grab whatever, right? Like, I'm putting together this bundle that I know my audience would want, and they would raise their hand for, all right? That's what I'm doing, and that's what I want you to do, okay? I want you to do that. I want you to think about what would be a good ebook that you could create, a short one. It doesn't have to be long. What are five things that people need to know uh, when getting started? One little tip here for you is just go to YouTube and go in the search bar there where you're going to go ahead and search for something and type in your market, like even, even bass fishing, right? If you just typed in bass fishing and you seen what came up, I'm going to go there right now. I'm going to type in bass fishing and it says bass fishing tips, bass fishing tournament, bass fishing videos, bass fishing with frogs, bass fishing for beginners, right? So maybe yours is a beginner's guide. So here I have bass Bass, or here we go, Beginner's Guide to Bass Fishing, part one, introduction, right? 126,000 views, right? So maybe that's what I do. I'm going to go ahead and click on his thing, and I'm going to say, okay, let's see here. He's got, it's called Hat Cam Bass. Um, That's the name of his channel. He's got 37,000 subscribers. My point is this, okay? He's giving me the guide, in a sense, all right? He's got another one, uh, Beginner's Guide to Bass Fishing, part two, And then he's got uh, part three, and they're all on YouTube. This is so funny that I actually came across this as I was recording this episode. I literally went over there and did that. Um, You can literally go through and find the four-part video series that I was just talking about. He's already done it. Uh, If I go into, I'm just going in here to the other one, Beginner's Guide Bass Fishing Part 2, The Bass. Um, So what's crazy about this is every one of these has over 100,000 views. So do you think people want this and they need this? Yes. You could take this exact thing. Here's here's another thought. You could take this exact four-part video series, then have it transcribed, put into an ebook, and now you have an ebook with those four videos that you that you uh, that you recorded, and now you have that piece of content, that lead magnet, and now you also have a video series. Boom, you're done. You got two lead magnets now that you can use for your business to get the right people in the door. Some people like to read, some people like to watch. Okay, so you get to hit them at at a couple different angles there. All right, so that was totally random, uh, but I wanted to do that. So that was kind of cool. Anyway, so that's what you want to do. Start thinking about your market. Who do you want to attract? That's the other thing. Who is it? Who is it that you want to attract? If you're talking about bass fishing, that's kind of broad. Maybe you want to go kayak bass fishing. So now you're going to want to drill into the kayak bass fishing uh, market. Who is that? What do they want? What's their thing? You know, and then you would go and start doing the research. Right there. It took me literally five minutes to find the four-part guide that I could put together, right? Right there. So that's all you have to do. Search other brands. What are they doing for contests? What are they doing for uh, lead magnets or, you know, uh, ebooks or checklists or like, what are they doing? You know, not don't copy it, but get ideas, get inspiration by looking at, you know, other brands or look at other brands that aren't even in your market. What are they doing? And then you can just kind of think about how you can take that same idea and adapt it to your market. All right. So those are your action steps. All right. The other action step is, well, I got two of them. Go to the show notes, grab them, 
download uh, the, the transcripts, look at the whiteboard video that I did of these as well that I will embed inside of, uh, of this, uh, this post, theamazingseller.com forward slash 534. And then the other thing is go to our free training, theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. All right. And that will give you a really, really good overview and action steps on how to start building your list from scratch. So definitely check out that training, grab the show notes, go there, make sure that you bookmark this one, probably, especially if you are uh, looking at the website or the blog and you're visiting that definitely bookmark this one, because this here to me is critical because if you can attract the right people, build this asset. All right. And also build the skill set. Because when you're building a list, you're building a skill set that you're able to use over and over again. And once you understand this, you can plug this into pretty much any business. I've been building email lists now for over 10 years, and it's pretty much all the same. Things have evolved, tools have changed, you know, but going out there and finding your audience, attracting the right people, and bringing them into your world and into your brand so you can communicate with those people, that to me, is game changer stuff because a lot of the competition is not going to go through this work to make this happen. All right. So guys, that is it. That is going to wrap up this episode. Definitely go check out the YouTube video that I created as well. The amazing seller TV.com. And I will be delivering more brand building tips there uh, on the whiteboard. So you can actually watch me draw this stuff out. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.